on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dyes, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful, sunny New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And, of course, we want to acknowledge upcoming Memorial Day. Yes, it's a three-day weekend for a lot of people. But for folks like me who served in a shooting war, it's also a time to remember great Americans uh, in the past who have given their lives in service to the greatest nation in the history of the world. And while many of the states that make up this great nation are still in lockdown, those of us in the great states like Texas and Florida and elsewhere are getting back to work. We're going to Florida today on the show to visit with Cynthia Blackwell. Had some great conversations with her off the air, and she just brings a tremendous amount of passion and energy to everything that she does. And the reason it is so evident when you talk to somebody like Cynthia is because, again, on a caprice, I tuned into, I was recommended to watch this thing called The Breakfast Show, brought to you by a company called um, 11FS. I don't know the origin of that name, but the F. S may stand for freaking sad because I tuned into their LinkedIn Live. Folks, listen, just because you have a computer with a microphone and a video camera doesn't mean you should do a show. Just because you can sing doesn't mean that you should sing. Folks, let the first thing to go post-COVID-19 are these mind-numbing hour-long drone-a-thons. This thing was terrible. It was literally a train wreck because it crashed at the end. The video was all glitchy. It was thrown together. There was no passion from either one of the guys. Tell us about digital banking in the future. Well, Sam, I believe that we will see a continued disruption. It was, (laughs) compare that to the person we have on the show today. Compare that to what we've done here for 10 years. This show for 10 years has been equal parts informative, effective, relevant, and enjoyable. There's no other show that sounds like this. There's no other show that does what we do. We are the reason that places like 11FS and their LinkedIn live meetings and webinars and PowerPoints send us hate mail. That is two in a row now. I watched that terrible NACUSA webinar three weeks ago, and then against my better judgment, I tuned into that breakfast show with 11FS, and it was boring. Do you have... I spent 25 minutes trying to figure out when does this get good? It was like the English patient. It never picked up. We have got to stop that. Time is money. Time is the ultimate commodity. And after COVID-19, it's going to be more valuable than ever. Well, hey, our guest today knows all about that. She wants you to plan your work 
and work your plan. This is a hashtagable interview that just resonates with passion and energy. Two things that were conspicuously absent when I turned into the breakfast show the other morning and fondly wished for my uh, next root canal appointment. So we're going to go out to Florida, we're going to talk to Cynthia Blackwell, and we're going to do it all right after this. For 10 years, we've been bringing you conference-quality information without the expense report, without the open bar-inspired Me Too moment, and without the rubber chicken dinner. This is the Power of Performance Podcast. Well, I don't know if that's all she wants to do is dance. I know she wants you to plan your work and work your plan. And so we're going out to Florida to visit it with, with Cynthia Blackwell. Hey, Cynthia, how are you? Jason, I'm doing fabulous. It is so good to have you on. I started off by asking Cynthia, you know, we're still talking about COVID-19, but there's going to be a point in time where we're not talking about it as much anymore. But looking back on it, what are some things that you felt leaders did well and that leaders could have done better during the Chinese flu? Well, the number one thing I'll say, and it applies and is applicable to everything, and that is communication. Mm. Um, There are those that um, did a really great job of communicating their intentions, their vision, their, um, you know, plan, Uh, and then there are those that did not do a very good job um, and their employees or staff are finding out stuff through the grapevine or mm. through others, which is never positive, right? You always want to hear the information coming directly from the leader. And so I would say number one is communication. Um, and those that did really, really well, you know, we're, we're, we all can learn from them as to how they did it, what words they used to communicate, because it's all about the words, right? Words resonate with, um, with us, right? And they mean something. Absolutely. And so, yeah, communi- communication. Communication, I would uh, say, is number one. And then number two, I have three things. And number two, I would say um, uh, their ability to empathize with the other person's situation um, and number three is their critical thinking skills, I should say. Uh, don't panic. You panic, you die. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> true. It's a horror movie, man. Yeah. <laughs> Worst so, thing. Anyway, those, Worst those, thing in the world. Yeah, those are, my, those are my three things. I like to look at things in, in three. I told Cynthia that I've been in the workforce long enough that I can remember when we had those envelopes that you would get a memo in an envelope and you would sign your name that you read the memo, you would put the memo back in the envelope and then take it to the next office to where we are now with all the instantaneous modern communicative mediums. And it's fascinating that in the span of a generation, we still continue to struggle with communication. It is, a, it is an opportunity for people like myself and Cynthia, but in reality, we should be doing a much better job of communicating our thoughts and our visions and our intentions when we are leaders to the people in our organizations, both internally and externally. And I asked Cynthia about that as well. So the first thing is um, uh, working on our communication skills and be and self-reflection and being aware. 
in all aspects of our life, personal and business, not just leadership, because we've got relationships when we leave work, right? And those relationships are very important to us. They help uh, ground us. They balance us and, and hold us accountable in many instances and are springboards to massive success. Moving on, land the plane, Cynthia. Um, and so, you know, communication is the key to a healthy, successful relationship, no matter what the uh, foundation of that relationship, personal or business. The second thing that I have to say um, about that is um, your listening skills and actually self-reflecting and asking yourself, how am I doing, right? Where can I grow? Where can I get better? And when there is miscommunication or confusion, ask yourself, what role did I play in what just took place? Right? Because, I mean, it takes two people to communicate, right? Because if we stop communicating, you have no relationship. Think about how you're going to react. Prepare yourself. You know, every day, all day long, it, it's, we have to take um, responsibility and say to ourselves, okay, no matter what life throws at me today, this is how I'm going to react all day long. Well, 2020 started with so much optimism, and the Chinese flu swoops in and changes a lot of that. And candidly, a lot of people did panic. The way back to that outlook of optimism is going to be based on person by person. And so I asked Cynthia, what is her advice for getting that feeling and that sense of optimism and possibility back? Um, My uh, number one, uh, stop for just a moment. Pull your plan out. What was it you wanted to accomplish? What were your top three goals and objectives? My motto in life is plan your work and work your plan. And so this pandemic merely is going to provide you with the opportunity to shift to make modifications to your plan for massive success. Winners never quit and quitters never win. This is, again, you know, take charge. One of the realities of COVID-19 that is in the past we've talked about in-person services and virtual services, it seems like they're becoming mixed now, a bit of a a hybrid, and that banking brands are going to have to figure that out as well. Tell us about that. I think having a nice, strong mixture and a hybrid of that picture it, I mean, you have to. Any, every industry has to. Um, banking being so such a service industry that, yes, I think it's going to be a hybrid. And them, the smart thing, which I'm sure they're already doing, is they're looking at marketing data um, to see what generations, personalities, times of day before the pandemic, during the pandemic, and then, you know, gauging and forecasting for the future. But again continuing to probably look at the needle, which I would strongly recommend, which is what I'm doing for my marketing as well, which is something we should all be doing, you know, before, during, and after, right? And then meeting the needs of those customers and clients, asking them, what was your experience? Three simple questions. What did you like? You know, what went well? What could have been better? And what would you like for us to do about it? Or what recommendations do you have, you know? Finally, I asked Cynthia, had she not gotten into the business of speaking professional, of being a coach, and doing all the great things that she does now, is there another career that she might have pursued? And if so, what was it? Oh, my gosh, that is so funny. Um, well, one of the things that I've always loved to do is sing. Mm. 
And so, yeah, karaoke or, you know, be a singer. I remember when I was a girl watching Grease. Um, I'm oh, yeah. myself now. Not that, not that anybody can't figure <laughs> hey. that out. Uh, every, every Gen Xer, uh, red-blooded American <laughs> boy had a crush on Olivia Newton-John, that summer, myself included. <laughs> Okay, well, us girls, it was John Travolta. John Travolta, um, yes, I know. <laughs> yep. But again, Grease and then uh, Coal Miner's Daughter. I told Cynthia that Coal Miner's Daughter for many, many years was my favorite musical biopic until Bohemian Rhapsody. But back when first, when cable television first came out, they ran Coal Miner's Daughter a lot, and I loved and love that movie. I thank Cynthia so much for taking some time out of her day to join us and told her she's always welcome back on the show. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Have a great oh, day. Great job. Great job. Right? Yeah. Cynthia Blackwell joined us from her home office out in Florida. We recorded that interview a little earlier this week. So what a great, what a great attitude and what a great message. Plan your work and work your plan. Winners never quit and quitters never win. Well, listen, folks, I don't need to be acerbic and so critical about these things that I've been seeing online, but almost as bad as these dull webinars and live, uh, linked, LinkedIn live meetings and some of these things that I've witnessed with my own eyes and ears over the past weeks, almost as bad as they are, is the absolute deafening silence of leaders in the banking marketplace who continue to go to these things and they're seeing the same things I'm seeing and not calling out these brands and encouraging them, perhaps a little nicer than maybe I would do it, encouraging these brands to reimagine how they share that kind of information. I know it's a weird time right now. People are trying to stay relevant. You know, people have something to do, so I'm going to watch this boring webinar for an hour because it's better than watching something on Netflix, and at least I feel like I'm working as we get back into normal seats. Some of that stuff has to go. We have to separate the wheat from the chaff, and there is a lot of social media chaff out there. Well, it's all wheat on this show, The Power Performance, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? My name is Jason Dyes, and until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week. Take care. And sorry, John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John might have come to the fair with you, but she's leaving with me.